You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to the book of Philemon. It's one letter with one chapter, and we're going to look at Philemon 1 through 7. Now, just a little side note, when you've got a small book with only one chapter, like Obadiah, Jude, Philemon, you don't need to say Philemon chapter 1 verse 7. There's only one chapter, so you can simply say Philemon 7 or Philemon 15 when you refer to a particular verse. Now, that's for free. That's not really part of the podcast, but just a thought I had. So there we go. Philemon 1 through 7. Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved fellow worker, and Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and the church in your house, grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always when I remember you in my prayers, because I hear of your love and of the faith that you have toward the Lord Jesus and for all the saints. And I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. For I have derived much joy and comfort from your love, my brother, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you. Now, just to set the stage here, Paul is uh, a prisoner. Paul is writing to a man named Philemon, evidently uh, a church met met in his home, probably the church at Colossae. Philemon most likely lived in Colossae. And he has a wife, Aphia, and Archippus, a son. So Philemon has a family. They together host the church in their home. And Paul's writing a letter to Philemon. Now, it's likely that Philemon was a man of means. He had a home that could house uh, a church. Doesn't mean it was a huge church, but he opened his home to house the church. He was someone who had slaves underneath him. He had Onesimus, which which will be one of the subjects of this letter later on. Onesimus was a slave. He was Philemon's slave. So Philemon owned slaves. He had a home that was large enough. And he, again, he evidently opened this home to the church. This is who Phile- uh, Paul is writing to, this man Philemon. So the context here is that Onesimus, the slave, ran away from Philemon. Now, this is not condoning slavery at all here in the 21st century. This is simply recognizing a fact that occurred in the first century. Philemon had a piece of property that was Onesimus. As wrong and horrible as that seems to us, there was a certain, uh, that was a certain custom in the first century. And there were some masters of slaves that treated their slaves very well and cared for them like they would for their own family. For whatever reason, Onesimus runs away from the house of Philemon and goes to Rome. Evidently, he's brought to prison for something that he's done wrong. And Paul is going to say later on in the book that Onesimus was born there in prison, was born under Paul's leadership. Evidently, Onesimus became a Christian in Rome, in prison. And so Paul, we'll see later in the letter in future podcasts, is sending Onesimus back to Philemon. But here's what I want to focus on today. Paul is commending Philemon for many things. You see this in the first seven verses. He's commending him for uh, his love and faith that he has toward Jesus and all the saints. 
he, he knows that Philemon is one that shares his faith, and that might be in evangelism, or it could be even in, in sharing his faith with other believers so that it becomes effective, is Paul's prayer, that that would, incl- that would further become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us, Christians, for the sake of Christ. And Paul even says, I've derived much joy and comfort from your love, my brother. So, so Paul thinks very highly of Philemon. He also says that the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by Philemon. Philemon is someone commended by Paul for his Christian walk. And so Paul is going to then, pretty quick after this, is going to exhort Philemon. Really, he's going to appeal to him to welcome Onesimus back, the one who wronged him. Onesimus wronged Philemon. And so Paul's going to appeal for him. And he's not going to command him to do this, but appeal to him. Now, here's what I want to highlight for you and for me. This is so helpful for Christians today. I want you to notice Paul's tact. Paul, the, the main reason Paul's writing is to get Philemon to do something. He starts off the letter by commending Philemon. Now, you might think Paul's just buttering him up. He, he's kind of kind of giving this kind of warm, buttery talk to get Philemon to do what he wants. Paul's not doing that. He's not trying to be manipulative. He's being tactful. This is Philemon. He's a man of character. So Paul's not saying, I'm going to say some, some, some things about him. I'm going to flatter him, even if they aren't true. I'm going to flatter him to get him to do what I want. That's sinful. Sinful flattery is not right. That's not what Paul's doing. Paul's commending his good character and basically saying, now I've got something else for you to do. So basically, do what I'm asking based on the good character you have. This is your pattern. You have good character. You make good decisions. You serve the body. I've got another thing like that for you to do. So just just keep skiing in the right direction, Philemon. That's what Paul's doing. And I think this is helpful for us as Christians. To go to a person that we want to respond in a certain way and to really commend them for the way they've been faithful to the Lord, to commend them for the ways they've obeyed the Lord and said, now I've got something else for you to do in a similar fashion. You've been faithful in these areas. I've got something for you to do in a similar fashion. You can see traces of this throughout the New Testament. You can see Paul commending a people and then giving them some things to do and obey. He even does this to the Corinthian church. He shows them where he sees the grace of God in their lives. And then he's got some things for them to do, to respond to. So just as as a note about leadership and, and ministering to one another, commend people for the things that you see in their life. In the words of Philippians 4, if there's anything honorable, anything lovely, and you've heard me in that podcast. I believe that's talking about in specific people. If there's anything honorable and lovely and noble, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on these things. And I would say here, based on Philemon, tell them of these things. Commend brothers and sisters in Christ and what you see in them. It might not be a lot. They might be immature. It it might not be things that you've been seeing for a while. They might be in a slump or a season of weakness. But commend what you see in them. And then exhort them when you have something for them to do. Exhort them and say, just keep going that direction. That's the direction you're going. I encourage you, keep going in that direction. I think there's a lot to learn here from the way Paul deals with Philemon, and I hope it's helpful to you in your Christian life. 
If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive in Christ.